When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Build Business Acumen Podcast, where we deliver practical knowledge and powerful guidance. Here is your futuristic host, Nathaniel Skula. Well, I am privileged today to be joined by Nellie Sheen, and we're going to be talking about resilience. Excuse me, making some noise in my glasses there. But uh, we've been writing a book on resilience for our publisher, and it's it's been a really interesting journey like learning we've been learning so many things about resilience about you know why people are resilient why you need to be resilient um it's a it's just such a big subject i didn't even dream that it was actually such a big big subject because you have business resilience and you also have people which are which need to be resilient right nelly so this is just I mean, we unpacked so much stuff in so few words, really, to be honest. And it was it was just uh, it was it was emotional. Yeah, really. Like, you know, reading about um, Viktor Frankl, about, um, you know, man's search for meaning, how how he managed to move beyond his current state of reality to maintain a level of happiness that well enabled him to live uh is probably how i would describe it if you haven't uh read the book um man's search for meaning by victor frankl it's you know he, he was in auschwitz and it yeah it was it was it was emotional really to be honest and and i know you studied some other people as well in this um journey that we went on together Yes, uh, thank you for that, Nathaniel. Uh, I did. Uh, often you think that you know everything about a person because you have seen the headlines in media, but then you sit down and actually study their lives and you realize that so much they have endured and survived. And now I am first and foremost actually thinking of Nelson Mandela and being in prison for 27 years and then coming out and forgiving everyone who put him there in the first place and giving out love and care. And you cannot see a strike of anger or irritation or hate or anything. Uh, So I think he is also one of the role models I have for resilience people who really have come out of their misery their sadness their tragedy or whatever uh so he is one of them definitely yeah i know he was he was he, he's an inspiration he was an inspirational man and you know what he must have endured in those 27 years i mean um 
you know, it's a bit like Terry Waite as well. Like Terry Waite was was arrested and he 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 was locked up for a long, long time as well. And these people that they sort of learn, they learn how to really control their mind. I mean, that that's the thing that I took from Viktor Frankl. And, you know, I mean, we're going to delve a little bit further into that in in future uh, conversations in this in this series right but taking the time to really delve into Viktor Frankl and these kind of people and how they manage to control their their minds it's it's fascinating really it, it is and when you are studying them you also realize that there is a method there is a structure and it needs to be followed every day. It's not anything you can jump on the wagon uh, for a couple of days and then leave it. You actually need to be so dedicated. If you haven't been dedicated in your life before, this is really a good chance, a good opportunity, a good reason to be it because I can promise you, whoever you are listening out there, that you will change your life uh, with these practices uh, when it comes to resilience, definitely. But yeah. you need to hang in there. And I didn't say that it was easy. And I didn't even say that it goes fast. On the contrary, it takes time. But you have time. You absolutely have time because you're going to improve your life. So, of course, you have time. Yeah. I mean, I think what I took away from it is, is that, the more you are able, because it's so connected with your emotions, right? And the more you're able to control your emotions in life, really the better decisions that you, that you make generally, in, in, that's my opinion, yeah? Um, some people may disagree with that, but I, I, I personally think that if, if, if I could have controlled my emotions, like perhaps when I was buying something I, didn't, I couldn't afford, yeah, as an example, um, or I was, you know, maybe having that one last beer, right? Or, you know, there are many instances whereby we allow other people's emotions and, and, our, and our situations and our environment to choose, almost force us into a position of unhappiness. And, and that's what I, I, I really got from this, a, a, a sort of, an understanding of the Queen of England and her poise, uh, the way that she, you know, I mean, I wrote about her because obviously I'm British and, 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 you know, you're over there, um, Australia sometimes and Sweden sometimes. And so I kind of thought, you know, I'm going to study the Queen. And I, th and I thought, you know, she's showed up. She showed up continually for decades and coached, you know, people's prime ministers never told anyone anything and always maintained this level of what what would you call it? Dignity? Well, I would I would call it absolutely dignity and also uh, that no one approached her unless you were asked to do so. Integrity is another word coming to mind. Uh, and still, I mean, she is facing so many catastrophes in her life. They are lined on top of each other. And I'm not even going to go into the last one that is going on now. Yeah. But 
to have to deal with things like that at that age in life that is admirable really really so so she is also somebody that i hold really really high and um another person that actually come to mind even though i know that he was not the best and kindest person on earth but uh, he did a lot that's why we are having the development we are having now technically and i am thinking of steve jobs that after being kicked out from his own company uh, then to come back and still carry on fighting 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 and then come back in the old position that he had after 10 years I think that also shows that you can reach the goal you want to reach if you persist it is a lot about persistence it's a lot about to stick to what you want to achieve and don't give up that road absolutely it's it's you know i watched the steve jobs movie because you were you were writing about steve jobs for the book and i was i was watching the movie whilst you were writing and so i found your your kind of explanation about steve jobs very very interesting and you know we're going to delve into that in a little bit more detail in future future recordings right but so so about your neighbor you talked about your neighbor can you (laughs) yeah my neighbor um he he doesn't live here anymore so it's safe to talk about him um he often talked about how devastated he was over that his wife had left him and if she would only be in his life he would then have finished the house off he would have extended it painted it and do all sorts of things but because she had left him he didn't have any urge to basically do anything so I heard the story over and over again and I thought I must ask him when did when did she leave how how long have you been here living here and he is then saying oh radio oh I think it must be 37 years now. So, so <laughs> 37 years had kept him from fixing anything in the house and with himself and whatever. So I'm thinking that, you know, you we can also blame other people for ourselves not doing anything. And that is one of the reasons, that is one of the characteristics that, the person who is actually working with resilience, they never blame anyone. They just put down their head and work. And I think um, that is a really good personality to have to not blame anyone. Absolutely. Because then you're giving away responsibility, aren't you? You're almost saying, well, it wasn't my fault. And you're trying Mm. to pass the buck, aren't you? But actually... I mean, it's taken me, I'm 45 now, but it's taken me a long time to accept the fact that I'm in control of my life, right? Mm. And I'm in control of how I show up, if I show up, if I don't show up. And that's my responsibility to mm. to maintain a professional demeanor and a professional um, career move, you know? And, and, mm. and I think that it's hugely important. So 
How do you live every day to strengthen your resilience? That's a question that I'd like to ask you. Mm. Uh, how many minutes did you say we have for this? We've got uh, we've got about well we've got a couple about three or four minutes. Three or four minutes. I will do it uh, by being aware. Uh, that is number one. To think about it. I mean, I, that is the first thing I think about in the morning when I wake up, and I decide what this day is going to be about. And it's the last thing I go through before falling asleep. And in between there, I'm checking in with myself. Of, am I doing this right now? Is this really what I'm thinking? Is this what I want to do? Uh, something that always helps me is uh, two things or three. One is books, to read books. The other one is to write them. The third one is to be out in the forest. And that is really, really helpful. Uh, or when I'm in Australia is the beach. So nature is really a good help uh, when you want to stay on the path of resilience. Right. So, so we're, really, we're really talking about the connection between resilience and self-care, right? I mean, that's, it's self-care, right? Like, and, and, yes. and that's so important these days. So... Mm. And, and resilience, the way I understand it now from experiencing it is resilience is built your own way, right? And so you get to choose the tools that you use. You get to choose the ways that you use them and you get to choose, right? It, 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 that's how I sort of understood it from all of these methods that you outlined in, in the book uh, from your experience. So I think it's I think it's just something that you've just got to do, like you say, every day, right? Every day you wake up in the morning and you choose your mindset and you say, you know what? Yesterday was tough, but today it's better. And every day is a new day, right? It's a new chance to uh, improve, you know? Absolutely. That is a good, really good summary of, uh, of, of that. Thank you for summarizing it so well. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think uh, I think this wraps up this uh, this this conversation and we will we will definitely be getting more into this topic throughout throughout the next uh, few audios. I think we're recording a series for the publisher of uh, of 10. So it should be very, very interesting. Fantastic. Thank you, Nelly. Thank you so much, Nathaniel. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe and wherever you prefer, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed the show, drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.